Good morning, beautiful people. Yes, it is morning time. And this is another episode of Solo Mominix. And it is Brie. I already know that I sound stuffed up because I am a little stuffed up. I've been so crazy busy this week. So I didn't get to record last night on Thursday, but it is Friday morning and I just want to make a quick post, um, something that came up a couple times this week about sticking together, um, for solo moms in particular or co-parenting moms. And I really wanted to kind of touch on this a little bit because I have a couple friends who are co-parenting mothers Um, I have one or two friends who are solo mothers, and I really wanted to applaud them. And it's nothing wrong with being a co-parenting father. It is just a little different on this side. (laughs) Uh, I really wanted to talk about something in particular, because I do know a lot of solo dads, too. I won't say a lot. I know two solo dads. But I know that there are a lot out there. There are a lot of men who raise their children by themselves and they are not receiving help or financial assistance in any way. Um, So they fall into that category of solo dads. But in particular, I wanted to talk to the ladies today. I will do another episode for the men on solo dads. But today, like I said, this is all about the ladies. So let's get right into it. So for me, when I became a solo mom, I did not have a support group immediately. I had my mom who was divorced and my dad left for many years. And then she had my sister and her dad was there. And then she married my little brother's uh, father Um, and they're still together to this day. So immediately, I didn't have a representation of a single solo parent. Um, My mom was a co-parent, even though my father wasn't around when I was young. She had my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents on my father's side who helped her parent us, who helped her cover us. So she wasn't alone. And then there were instances where they may help us out financially a little bit here or there. Not a lot, but they helped us out. Um, and then she had my sister and her father was there a hundred percent of the time, um, and helping out financially for my sister. So I never got to see what it was like to be a solo parent. And my family could not talk to me about solo parenting because they didn't understand my struggle. And it was hard. It was really really hard for the first year because I didn't know what I was doing I was trying to explain it to somebody I was dating um, and it was a huge transition for me then my son turns two I meet somebody who is not, um, I meet a friend who is essentially a solo mom and she was like yeah I don't I don't know what child support is like <laughs> And I meet more people who are solo moms 
and they were just like, yeah, I don't receive any child support. My, it's If I didn't take my child to see their father, if I didn't try to push the relationship, it wouldn't happen. It, they would just be off on their own. She was like, I'm doing all this. I'm doing double work trying to keep the father in the picture. And I was like, I know what that's like. And so um, I started, you know, my blog and all these things started coming about and I started meeting other solo parents. And so when I'm talking to these solo moms, excuse me, y'all, when I'm talking to these solo moms, one thing keeps coming up and things that I started doing personally was sticking together, like supporting one another. And one of the solo moms that I follow on Instagram, she posted the other day, just a quick message. And she was like, the moment that single mothers or the moment that women start sticking together is the moment that change, massive change is really going to start happening. And I was like, yo, that is so true. We do not support one another sometimes. We are constantly comparing our situations like this is worse than this. This is worse than that. He doesn't do this. He don't show up for that. I would rather have your situation. I would rather have yours. You know, sometimes we look at one person's situation and they're like, like I I told my girlfriend, um, if my son's father was just around and supported my kid the way that your son, your parents, your son's father is around for him like that would be ideal for me and she's like yeah but sometimes it's more damaging than being around and then them not doing anything so where your child sees this and so I was like yeah that's true that's true and so I realized that it wasn't enough to just be around because I'm not just around as a parent I'm an active participant in this parenting thing and then I realized that we had to create a sister circle. We had to create a sharing circle and we have to support one another because we understand each other's journey. We understand the process. We don't get a day off. We don't get to, you know, I don't feel like parenting right now. I I don't feel like being a part of this right now. As a active, responsible parent, let me be specific. As an active, responsible parent, I don't get to take a day off. I have to be involved every single day, 24-7. I have to worry about what my son is doing at school, worry about him, keep him safe, covered, protected. And so I just liked the fact that once I started building up my sister's circle, pouring into them, loving them, caring about them, the reciprocity started to happen. They started saying, you can, you know, yeah, if you want to go out on a date, if you want to go out and just get a break or you want to clean up your house or go shopping or whatever, leave him with us. We got him. He's safe. And so we kind of created this single moms club, but really it was a solo mom support group and we can... I can drop my kid off and I can sit there and we can drink wine and we can laugh about the week. We can talk about things that are troubling us. We can process things. We can make set goals and aspirations. We can talk about where we want to be in 10 years. And 
and we get advice you know what should I do in this situation what should I do with my son in this oh I don't know what I'm gonna do when I get to this point and you know we just love each other and we support each other and we legitimately have each other's back I think too often we feel like we're in a competition with another woman that we shut down and we don't open up enough to hear them out we don't open enough open up enough to hear their struggle or we don't trust that they're going to have our back i think this is really is more that core lack of trust that because she is this she's not going to like me because she is that she's not going to be my friend and the reality of the situation is we destroy our own friendships before they even get a chance to bloom you know I told one of my girlfriends, um, if you don't like something I say, tell me about it. Let's laugh, let's argue, let's scream at one another, let's be mad for 10 minutes, and then we'll get over it. Now, there are some things that are a little bit unforgivable. And and I'm just, I'll say they won't necessarily be unforgivable. I don't think anything, <laughs> I won't say anything, but I think there's a lot of things that should not be um forgivable but this I have one girlfriend in particular who talked about me to someone that I didn't like and it came back to me and the person was just like yeah she told me such and such and I'm like I don't even like you (laughs) why are you telling me what she said and the thing is there was exaggerations and there was things taken out of context and I'm like I'm the type of person if I say something about you I'm not gonna say anything about you behind your back that I haven't said to your face but I'm also not gonna say anything about you behind your back that I will be afraid to come back to me but the problem was when I said something like you know Um, I really felt hurt. It really was more exposure to my friend. And I said, I really felt hurt about this situation. This, this is what bothered me about this person. And this, these are the things that hurt me the most because I really, you know, wanted to see things go in a different fashion. So she went back and told this person something totally different. And because of that, and she exaggerated and she lied. And I was like, the person was telling me, and I was like, I never even said that. Oh, so you're saying she's a liar. So it was essentially somebody trying to get something started. And I was like, you know what? I want y'all to keep that same energy. I want y'all to stay over there. And I won't come back. How about that? And I ceased to be a part of that situation that the two of them was trying to stir up. And I was like, no, y'all can have it back. And I never did. I never went back. I never talked to her again. It was, I was done. And it's my Angelo said something very brilliant. She said, I can forgive you, but it doesn't mean I need to allow you back into my space. And that's the truth. When we look at our relationships with other people, our children's fathers, our children's mothers, and you know, some situations, you can forgive them, but it doesn't mean you have to allow them back into your space. But allowing them to be a part of their children's lives is important given you know dependent on what they've done so if it was so egregious that they shouldn't be back around but dependent that what they've done doesn't warrant that they have you know restraining order or you know for safety issues they shouldn't be around your child but 
It doesn't mean that you need to allow them back into your space, into your heart. It means that I need to be respectful enough to you to have um, civilized conversations and things like that. But that's in a whole nother conversation we'll talk about. But when it comes to friendships and those type of cordial relationships, I we need to be able to forgive quickly and keep building. We need to build communities where we are back to the whole concept of it takes a village. I joke with my son, but I'm serious sometimes. If he's disobedient, I'm like, I'm going to let so-and-so discipline you. If you are disobedient to her, I'm going to let her discipline you. And I'm going to trust. And, you know, we have to get back to that space where we have healthy friendships that we trust. This person isn't going to try to kill our child, but we got to trust that this person is going to have the best interest for our child and discipline our child. Because if I'm not around and they see my son acting up, I need him to be able to have the fear of God in him that so-and-so is going to snap your ass back in the check. And I mean, if you if you see my son with his ass out on the street, I need you to be able to be like, oh, no, 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 Naeem, I need to run this, run, run over here, son, run over here. Let me get your whole life in order. That is what needs to happen, because if I see your child on the street and you're my friend and he's acting a fool or she's acting a fool or they are acting out of character, please believe I'm snapping their ass back in check. And then I'm going to come tell you. And then I want you to snap the ass back in check. And those are the type of relationships that I'm building right now with my sister, my sister circle, my sister friends. Because I need these friendships to last 20, 30 years. I need my them to be at my children's graduations. I need them to be at my children's weddings. I need them to be um, the second aunties to my children's children. I That's what I need. And we need that sister circle. We need to support one another and build each other up because we are all going through some type of hell. We are all going through some type of just season and we need somebody in our corner to say, girl, I understand and I got your back. That's what we need. We need to stop looking outside for things that should already be happening inside. And that that's even just mental and physical, but also looking outside for a man to save us versus our sisters to build us up and stop looking for other women to tear us down like they don't have our best interests at heart. So, and it's going to take some time, but I do know that I support, you know, everything that another woman is doing as long as it's positive and healthy because, like I said, we need that buildup. We need that pat on the back. The world is going to constantly tell us that we're angry and we're bitter. And I'm like, shit, you don't know what the hell I do every day. You don't know my my struggle. You don't know that I'm coming home to be mommy and, you know, mommy and mommy because I can't be a dad. But I'm being double mommy, cooking, cleaning, making sure that my son takes a bath, reading books to him. You know, I'm exhausted, but I got to get him in bed and I got to get him together. So you don't know what this struggle is like over here to pass judgment on why I am or why I'm not doing something a particular way. So the world is going to see us and they're going to say that we are all these things. But I don't have a choice but to be this this extra parent. Right. And we already are struggling it's hard enough 
we're struggling trying to figure out this love situation once again and as a solo parent we don't have the support system around us to cover our children when we need to be covered right so it's just we gotta figure this out and and it's all good it's, it's all good when we're trying to we're, we're learning but when we're going through this on the job training as a parent it's nice to have somebody there to go through it with us it's nice to have somebody who cares and is concerned and understands the struggle a little bit so that's what this post was about so i've talked long enough i i didn't want to linger on like i usually do Uh, i just wanted to get out here and say something quick so for all the solo moms if you're looking for an uplifting message, if you are looking for some encouragement, check me out on www.singlemomstuff.blog or at AB underscore writes all at Instagram, AB underscore writes all, correct spelling on Instagram or at Brie Lately. Check me out, follow me, ask me questions as always. I appreciate you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, amazing day. And just remember that you are loved. You are appreciated. You is kind. You is small. You is important, girl. And have a good day. Peace.